Are the Spurs finally coming down to earth? And let's get you uh, caught up on the latest on the issues with Josh Primo. You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey guys, this is Jason David Frank, the Green Ranger, and you are listening to a Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. It's morphin' time. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kins Five San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Happy Monday. Hope you're getting your work week off on the right foot, and we're here to help you do that on Locked On Spurs. And by the way, we appreciate you making Locked On Spurs your first listen each and every day. We are free and available wherever you get uh, all your podcasts. And by the way, today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. First time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks with promo code Locked On. That's PricePicks.com, promo code Locked On. Uh, let's go and bring in our guest because he's a little on the sleepy side right now. We, we want to we want to get him out of here as soon as he can, so he can catch up on his Z's. He is my good friend over at the San Antonio Sports Star and co-host of the Saturday Morning Hangover, James Pledger, making his Monday appearance. It looks like that's a pattern now. That's, this is the only time we can get him on. We got to work with him when he has insight. James, welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. What's happening, man? Nothing much, man. Do you need a sensu bean? Should we go to uh, Krillin? Maybe he might have a bag left for you. No, I'm good, man. I'd rather sleep this off. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's, let's, let's get away a little bit of uh, some sad news real fast. Um. Just want to give a shout out and respect to Jason David Frank, uh, the original Green Ranger, the Power Rangers. And look, everybody knows that I'm a nerd. James is a big nerd. We make no, we don't, anyway, we don't want to hide it. Now, why am I bringing him up? Because he's actually, he, uh, Jason David Frank was actually a guest on Locked on Spurs back in 2017. Uh, so uh, shout out Jason David Frank, rest in peace. And thank you for uh, coming on Locked on Spurs when you did years ago james he he still remembered me after that interview i did with him locked on spurs i would catch up with him at other cons and he went hey jeff how's it going man how you been how are the spurs That's doing really cool <laughs> that yeah, is super that was... cool you told me about that and i was like wow that that's kind of cool if jason david frank kind of remembers you after doing a lockdown with you yeah yeah so um and i didn't expect that you know because you know i caught up with him at other cons and but I'm going into the premise that he, this guy's not going to remember me. He's, he's, he's a freaking Power Ranger. Oh, yeah. He's the Green Ranger, man, you know? So when we would do our press lineup and I would go next, he goes like, he would look, he would do the finger like, I remember you. Like, how's it going, <laughs> man? So, uh, and then uh, it was good even when we turned off the recording. That's really cool. Like, to be able to say, like, the Green Ranger. Not only did I get to interact with him, but he remembered me. Yeah. That's pretty legit. Yeah, that is real legit. Yeah. So once again, rest in peace, Jason David Frank. And thank you for coming on Lockdown Spurs when you did. You didn't have to. Uh, he wasn't really an NBA guy, uh, James, he, the truth be told. But he, like a professional, he just hopped on and he did it. He did it. He's talked Spurs, basketball, and more. So uh, once again, <laughs> rest in peace. But let's go ahead and dive into it now. And let's talk about your silver and black and pleasure. As of this recording, uh, which is again recorded before the Lakers game last night, uh, the Spurs are on a four-game losing streak, six uh, what about six up and uh, what ten down? So eight of nine. 
eight of nine in the last uh, few games there. I guess the big question is, James, is this team coming back down to earth? Is this the Spurs team that many expected would show up in, a, in an otherwise down season? It's really hard to definitively say that because they do have some pieces that can help you win games. Jakob Pertl's playing like a top five center in the league. Keldon Johnson's averaging yeah. 25 points a game, damn near. Uh, Devin Vassell's averaging another 20. Both of them are shooting around 40% from three. So they have pieces, but they have also missed games. The lineup has been very in flux, whether it's mm-hmm. low management for Devin Vassell or a rolled ankle or ankle soreness or whatever the reason Keldon was held out of the last game for it. Like there's, there's always something to where there's some kind of weird tweak to the starting lineup uh, night in, night out, it almost feels. Yeah, and that's what's hard for me to really discuss that question because a side of me says, okay, they've been hit with the injury bug. You know, you lose Vassell for an X amount of time, that's going to hurt. You lose Keldon in a game where perhaps they could have used him against Sacramento and they got the L. And then you had, uh, you know, other injuries to, to, to Blake Wesley, You've you've had versus the, the Clippers. They lost. Mm-hmm. Popovich was in good spirits, even though in a loss, saying like, "Hey, you know, this is the agenda. This is development and getting together a team." And that's what a coach is supposed to say, you know, be a be, not let, let let these guys see that he's affected by the elves. But you go to Trey Jones, and he's dejected. He's like, "We we gave him plays. We're still trying to search for X, Y, and Z. We're going to get it together." But James. Even at full power, let's just go into the what if universe here, like Marvel MCU does. Do you really think they could have beaten the Kings with their high powered offense? Because they're just, they were on fire heading into that game. The Clippers, Paul George has just been playing really well this season. Part of me thinks that maybe they still would have been competitive, but maybe they still get these L's. Yeah, they'd still be competitive. They'd still take more L's than they would. W's, but like the game against Memphis, you see that, you know, if Devin Vassell is probably not on a minutes restriction and plays more than 20 minutes, there's a good chance if Devin Vassell is playing late in that game that they may come away with a a win against Memphis, which is one of the best teams in the Western Mm -hmm. Conference. They're just good enough to win some games. I don't know about sustaining it and, you know, piecing together a string four, five, six wins, but they're definitely good enough to, you know, jump up and get you. Like they, they, they're good enough to where losing eight of nine shouldn't be a thing, right? Mm-hmm. They're good enough to where they should get a win somewhere here and there. And uh, it's the injuries or the uh, sitting or the resting. Like these are the things that are you know, basically haunting the Spurs, at least mm-hmm. for the time being right now. Yeah. Yeah, you look, they show that they're competitive, and we've seen them at full power do exactly that. Take, like you mentioned, Memphis to overtime. Tank, you're loving this. This is awesome. This is good. Keep it going. You're being competitive, but you're also losing. Yay, and there's development. Everybody is happy, you know, team development, team tank, uh, whatnot. But James, whatever you want to call it, (laughs) right? Exactly. But James, 
and let me ask you this question, then we'll hit the break real fast. But even if they come back full powered, 100% healthy, as close as can be, and mm-hmm. a full roster, is it simply just the fact that teams are going to start figuring things out on their own and getting familiar with each other? And there we will see the Spurs, even at full strength, start or continue in this case racking up L's. We're going to let James think about that, and we're going to be back with him. He is James Pledger with San Antonio Sports Star and co-host of the Saturday Morning Hangover. We're talking about the Spurs, and is this the Spurs, the sign the Spurs are coming back down to earth and losing the streak that they're currently on. But before we continue chatting about the silver any of life's challenges can make you feel unsure whether it's a career change, a new relationship, or becoming a parent. Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine that's called you. This is where BetterHelp comes in. It has connected over 3 million people with licensed therapists. It's convenient and accessible 100% online. So if you need some help getting things off your chest or you just need simple therapy, talking about uh, whatever's on your mind and you want to have broader benefits to help you learn coping skills, self-empowerment, dealing with trauma, et cetera. And if you benefit from therapy before, well, this is where BetterHelp comes in. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online and it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with the therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It really, really. So as the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online and it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire with a match for a therapist. And if things aren't clicking with that therapist, you can easily switch to a new one anytime. Couldn't be simpler. No waiting in lines, no traffic, no endless searches for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash locked on MBA. That's betterhelp, H E L P.com slash locked on MBA. Okay, we are back with here on Locked On Spurs with James Pledger with San Antonio Sports Star. Be sure to follow him on Twitter at I am Pledger. Do it right now. So, James, we had a question for you. Uh, putting things in perspective, even if the Spurs come back to full power, are they just going to be a victim of other teams getting familiar with one another and this team is still going to rack up the L's? Uh, yeah, this team's still going to rack up L's. Um, I don't know if they're going to be like 20 win bad, but they'll be under 30. And whether that's good enough to get you the 14% odds needed to get into the Victor Wimbamyama and Scoot Henderson sweepstakes, mm-hmm. that remains to be seen. So, like I said, this team's just good enough to win games. And unless teams start taking a bit of a step forward, right, like the Houston Rockets, who have, who have three wins on the season, unless mm-hmm. Houston will just kind of take a step forward – at some point through the year and start stacking a few wins, the Lakers turn mm-hmm. it around. Look at, you know, Charlotte, Orlando, Detroit. Like these are, this is your main competition in terms of 
being one of those bottom three teams if you are truly trying to get into the Victor Wembanyama sweepstakes, which mm-hmm. I don't know if you're not chasing the playoffs, why you wouldn't be chasing the bottom just because I understand the 14% odds amongst three teams to be able to get the number one overall pick, but mm-hmm. those drop to eight if you're not in the top three. And right. it drops even further the further down you come. And I understand like it is still a crapshoot, but you wouldn't you want to give yourself the best odds possible to try and get one of the most freakishly yeah, I know. Athletic and, and unique players that has ever played the game. I mean, I was listening to the cooking, uh, what's cooking podcast with mm-hmm. Serge Ibaka and Giannis Antetokounmpo was on it, and Giannis spoke so so glowingly of Victor mm-hmm. Wembanyama because uh, one of his brothers played with them, right, and. He said this dude's going to be a big problem for the league, and he compared him to Rudy Gobert. He's taller than Rudy. He plays defense and blocks shots like Rudy, but he shoots like KD. And And he has handles, too. He has handles. And he has handles on top of that. I mean, it's it's one of the most – like I'm not sure you could build this player in NBA 2K. <laughs> like it's just insane what he does on a basketball floor and how he could possibly change the game, similar to a way that Steph Curry changed the game. Because before then, the thought process was, all right, if you want to pull up from 40 feet, go for it. We don't care. Sure. Now yeah. people have to check Steph Curry at midcourt or he will take that shot and it stretched Mm -hmm. the defense which allows so much more the nba and then other people started shooting from deeper and getting better at shooting from deeper and now the game has just evolved in terms of the defense you have to play and where you have to start playing it and it has stretched it which makes offenses more potent Mm -hmm. victor Wimbanyama will do something like that but in a completely different way. Mm-hmm. And you pair something like that with a Devin, with a Kel- like all of a sudden we're talking about not rebuild anymore. We're talking about a one year down and back up, kind of the similar yeah. way you were with Tim Duncan, kind of a similar way you were with David Robinson, with George Gervin. Like you go to the bottom and then you come back out of it real quick. Because that's that's how effective this guy's game is, and not to mention the fact, not to mention the fact of what it would mean to basically the city of San Antonio, the San Antonio Spurs as right. an organization. I believe Adrian Wojnarowski said that this dude is worth like three hundred million in extra Jeez. revenue just because. Wow of the attention that he brings to an organization. Like, all of a sudden, you're giving on TV a lot more. All of a sudden, nationally televised games. All of a sudden, you get an international market of people that have been following Wimby for for years while he's been playing overseas. 
you get the French market, you get mm-hmm. all of these other things that you haven't had for a few years because, you know, the Spurs have been down and yeah. television ratings have been down and advertising has been down, but all of a sudden businesses are going to want to associate themselves with this revelation of an NBA talent and they're going to throw money, not just at the player, but the organization to make sure mm-hmm. that they are in line with it. So <clears throat> I don't know why, if you're not going to be in the mix, you wouldn't. And I understand it's about development. And maybe that's mm-hmm. what some of these, you know, uh, Kelton's angle yeah. store, uh, Devin yeah. needs to yeah. be. Yeah. Uh, Sohan at you know, starting back- point guard kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah, like there, yeah. there's these weird combinations that have happened throughout the year or just strange injury, like knee soreness for Devin Vassell all of a sudden. Like, where did that even come from? It was like six right. games into the season. Yeah. And he missed like exactly. four. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's go ahead and uh, look at the next few games, and then we're going to get Pledger's prediction. Uh, how many W's and L's this team's going to get. So let's set them up, and we get back, we'll hear what uh, Pledger has to say. So we're going to exclude the Lakers game, because this is recorded before the Lakers game. So uh, the next game is versus the Pelicans in San Antonio, versus the Lakers in San Antonio, then the Lakers again in San Antonio, and they close out the month versus the Thunder in Oklahoma City. So it's home versus Pelicans, home versus Lakers, home versus Lakers, at Thunder. So that's how they close out the month of November, James. You think about that. You come back and tell us how you think the Spurs will close out that stretch and the month as well. We're talking with James Pledger of San Antonio Sports Star. Follow him on Twitter at uh, I am Pledger right now. Hey, before uh, we get back with Pledger's prediction, one talk. thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen today. Second listen, check out Lockdown Sports today from the games that matter. To the most uh, and biggest stories in sports, you get it all. You go above and beyond the uh, scoreboard with behind-the-scenes local experts. Insights only Lockdown can provide. Lockdown Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, or wherever you get podcasts. And I want to talk to you about prize picks. It's daily fantasy made easy. How does it work? You pick two to six players. If they go on to score more or less than their prize pick projection, you can win up to 25 times your money. Yeah, 25 times on any entry. No competing against people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize Picks offers projections of any sport that you can watch. NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, PGA, college basketball, Euro basketball, cricket, disc golf, MMA. They got it all at Prize Picks. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Safe and fast withdrawals. Currently operational in over 30 states and Canada. Download the Price Picks apps or go to pricepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks with promo code locked on. You deposit 100, Price Pick gives you 100. You give them 50, they'll give you 50. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on and sign up for an instant deposit match up to 100 bucks. We're back with James Pledger right here on Locked On Spurs. He is with San Antonio Sports Star and co-host of the Saturday Morning Hangover. He'll brag about that in just a few seconds. So, James, I gave you the games that they're um, that the Spurs going to have ahead of them to close out the month of November. How do you see it ending up? Well, if I'm taking a look at the entirety of the schedule for the month of November, right? So that's basically where we're going here as we get through the month of November. <clears throat> Um, 
I would say you get the Pelicans, which would be a loss, I would assume. Uh, okay. As long as Brandon Ingram's playing, Zion Williamson's playing, CJ McCollum's playing. Yeah. Like that, that team is a formidable squad, not just to San Antonio, but just in the Western Conference in general. Um, the Lakers games are where you have to – is this a team that is going to slap the Lakers because the Lakers are just a really bad basketball team? Or do we see some, you know, Keldon Johnson's dealing with ankle soreness. Uh, Devin Vassell needs to rest. Um, you know, Jakob Pertl gets the night off kind of thing. But I do believe that with two games back-to-back at home against Spurs, which, God, that's so weird after playing them <laughs> on the road yesterday, they get two more games back-to-back, both of them in the AT&T Center. It's just the, the schedule has been a little bit wonky this season for whatever reason. Like, we've had a couple of these, like, instances with the Spurs. Like, playing Minnesota, what, five times in the first six games, it felt like? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but let's say they split those games. So now you're one and two, uh, and then you close out the season against the Thunder, who are actually playing extremely well. And Shea exactly. Gilgis Alexander mm-hmm. is playing like an all-star right now. And I, he, you know how I feel about Josh Giddy. Um, you're so, giddy about Giddy. I'm giddy about Giddy. So one and three is, I do believe, a legitimate thought for the San Antonio Spurs, you could be two and two at best. One and three is kind of where I would figure mm-hmm. it falls. But let's face it: if you want the best of the best thing possible for the Spurs in the future, zero and four is not horrible. <laughs> no, it's definitely not horrible. Lakers, especially, yeah, I know nobody pre- wants to lose to the Lakers. But it's kind of good for you because yeah. the Lakers don't even own their pick. That pick goes to New Orleans, and you don't want to pair Wimby yeah. with Zion. Zion, yeah. And, like, and in your own division, awful. too. And in your own that division. That, horrible. That, that so, would be horrible, yeah. Losing against the Lakers two, three times in a row might be strategically good for you at the Spurs because right. as they currently sit, um, as of this recording at four and ten, if you end up losing yesterday, five, all of a sudden you're only a game back of them. You give them the two in San Antonio, that gives them seven wins, and boom, you are now yep. you know in front of the Lakers, which <laughs> not a horrible thing. Nope, not at all. I'm with you. I'm going to go uh, one and three as well to close out November. Uh, you know, Pelicans will be a tough out. They, they'll they'll get one versus the Lakers. But that Thunder team, even when they're having a down season, as they have in the past few seasons, they just seem to get up for San Antonio. Shea is on a different level right now. Lou Dort, that team is sneaky good despite their record. And yeah, it may be a tough out. But again, if you're team tank, you are loving this. But yeah, it looks slowly but surely the Spurs are going to be a victim to uh, inexperience playing teams that are better than them talent wise. If we like, for example, the Pelicans are going to Zion and Brandon, and we'll see how that goes uh, on Wednesday night. 
And I think that is going to get them. Not to say they're going to get better, they're going to develop, the player's going to get better. That's going to happen. But as we've seen in these games, uh, James, in close situations, the talent wins out. John Morant, uh, Bain, they took over in overtime. Uh, you're looking at Paul George in the Clippers game, just destroyed them. I mean, just popped him in the mouth to start the game, and that's all mm-hmm. they wrote, uh, and then it was done. This is exactly how many thought this first season will uh, happen, and it looks like it's starting. It may be starting in that direction. Uh, once again, we're here with uh, James Pledger with San Antonio Sports Star, and now we're going to talk about the latest of the Josh Primo situation. Uh, we haven't had a chance to uh, talk about that, James, here on low, so let's go ahead and just uh, briefly talk about it. It looks like the case is all but over. Mm-hmm. It looks like there was settled. Uh, mm-hmm. All parties involved, from the Spurs to Primo. And <laughs> interesting enough, though, Dr. Coffin is going to be working with the Spurs to improve uh, procedures um, mm-hmm. now that all this is over. Uh, kind of anticlimactic, but at the same time, not unexpected pleasure. Exactly how I told you this was going to play out. It's the same way it played out for the Houston Texans and, and Deshaun Watson. It was obviously less so because Deshaun wanted to maintain his innocence and try and, and do everything he could to keep his image clean. But in the end, this is exactly how I said this would play out. It would be settled quickly, very quietly. Nobody would really have any details about it. And then all of a sudden, everything would kind of go away. And that's mm-hmm. what happened over the past week is there was this very quiet settlement. I didn't even get a press release from the Spurs that it had settled. Right. I think I heard about it from Sham Sharania if I remember correctly, and it was like, oh, okay, well, it's over. And then there was this statement from R.C. Buford that, Mm -hmm. once again, I didn't get it, but I found it in an ESPN article, and I was like, okay. And Dr. Hillary Coffin is going to be working with the Spurs to try and get the systems that failed her corrected mm-hmm. for the San Antonio Spurs. And like I said, this is something that the Spurs can use as, you know, look, we are we are improving ourselves, we're becoming better, and they can spin it to where mm-hmm. it, it's a positive for them in terms of we need to keep this from happening again within our organization. And it's, it's a learning party. Uh, it's a learning thing for all parties involved. The question now becomes, now that Josh Primo's free and clear, who ends up taking a chance on bringing Josh Primo onto their roster? That's going to be the yeah. most kind of important thing to watch moving forward because you're still talking about a number 12 overall pick for the San Antonio Spurs that after one year is now gone. And that pick, you know, when they're, when, wherever there's talent, they are going to try to find it, <clears throat> and yep. if you, they will give them a second chance. It happens across all sports and all leagues. Yep. And I mean, if I mean, takes I mean, a chance on him, and he yep. ends up working out for that team. That's going to be a really bad look on the San Antonio Spurs. There's some precedent to this, maybe not on the player side, but look at the coaching side. There's Jason Kidd. He had allegations of uh, domestic. Player-wise, mm-hmm. unknown because you have the Josh Primo situation, you have the Miles Bridges situation, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see what happens on that side. But yeah, I, I think Primo's NBA career is not over. I could see maybe the rest of the season kind of a cooling off period. Like he just chills, let this die out. But it's going to resurface again. Let's just say, I'm making this up, uh, the Rockets come calling. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they're going to bring that up. You know, in the press conference, they're going to ask them. And the GM and the coaching, what about this? What about that? So They will ask them once and it will go away. Yeah. So uh, I do believe he'll be back in the NBA. Uh, I think it's just going to be a matter of time. Uh, there's, I mean, he's he showed flashes of talent. And, yeah, we'll see what happens. But that's the latest with the Josh Primo situation. It looks like it's all but over. Uh, perhaps, like we were mentioning, the next big thing, quote-unquote, was is going to be yep. you expect this pattern to continue as the season is well underway now. And what do you think about the latest with the Josh Primo situation? Pledger, we need to know what's going on at the star. What's going on with Saturday morning? What, what else is going on out there? Well, Saturday morning hangover gets you going every Saturday morning between the hours of 8 and 10 o'clock. Jack Thompson, myself, Katie Goodman, kind of kick off your Saturday morning, getting you ready for the Cowboys game, the NFL action, the college football action that will be happening, the San Antonio Spurs, and even college hoops right now as it's gotten underway. So uh, Jack and I discussed at length a little bit over the weekend, you know, hey, everybody's talking about scooting Victor Wimbayama, but there's there's only a 14% chance you get either the one or two pick if you finish with one of the worst two records. So what happens if you don't land there? Who are some people this college basketball season that we should be keeping an eye on in terms of the San Antonio Spurs just in case? So those are some things that we talk about every Saturday right there on the Saturday morning hangover. And, of course, we've got you covered all through the week as well. It starts at 7 o'clock with R&R in the morning as Rob Thompson and Rudy J get you going every Monday through Friday. And then, of course, Mondays they have Jeff Trailer. Thursdays they talk to R.J. Ochoa. On Fridays they talk to Dallas Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy. And then we get Mike Jimenez taking you through <laughs> your lunch hour from 12 to 2 with whatever thing that he's on, like, you know, not letting Jeremy Shohan ever shoot the ball. <laughs> whatever or, or, whatever or thing that, he may be working yeah. on that day. <laughs> or, or saying The Dark Knight is not an A-plus movie. Yeah, My you know, what, whatever whatever yeah. thing he's been on for the day, which, you know, that'll yeah. get you laughing through your lunch hour. And then, of course, the Blitz from 4 to 7 take you home and the you know, they have a cavalcade of guests that they are joined by each and every week, including Thursdays when they talk with the, the executive vice president of the Dallas Cowboys, Stephen Jones. We're the only station outside of the flagship, 105.3 The Fan, in Dallas, which actually gets access to the Cowboys head coach and EVP, Stephen Jones. So, you know. Might as well just keep it locked into (laughs) the star all day, every day. (laughs) No excuse for everybody. Just leave the radio on that that station number or your uh, laptop, cell phone, whatever, at uh, the star's website. Uh, We thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. Every day, as mentioned, 
Uh, check out Locked On Sports Today podcast. We got the biggest stories of the day, instant reactions, big game recaps, take of the day, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. Same thing for Locked On Spurs, Odyssey app, YouTube, Cans 5 Plus app, much, much more. So for Jane's pleasure, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock in this episode of Locked On Spurs. <laughs> 